The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who's going this town tonight. Oh, what is going on, these Kwame Lasser Sports Talk? It is a Friday, Fireball Friday. That's a crazy fireball Friday. We are not in the studio today. You've got me, Dougie B, on the lines right now. Kwame should be calling in later. He is in Canton, Ohio, with the Hall of Fame week going on, having some fun over there. I know he was up early this morning. Uh, and Demery is out and about doing some things, so we're going to take it live and have some fun with it. Call on in. We'll still take your calls, 888-346-9144. We're going to get just started really quick in... You know, I like my knucklehead rants. The biggest one coming out all over Twitter last night today is San Francisco 49ers, Alden Smith, charged with hit and run DUI. He is on a $26,000 bond, and this is his third DUI within the time of the league. We're talking a few years here, I think about four years with a DUI, third one. And you just got to look at this guy and think, what is wrong? I mean, you've got Uber, you have taxis, you have Lyft, you have your other players, everything going on. And you're still continuing to drink and drive. I don't understand it. I don't get it. You'd think you'd learn after your first one. Obviously not. I mean, what do the 49ers have to do? Because this guy is up with his contract he's, uh, last year. And on top of that, their GM, Trent Balk, says he still wants to re-sign Smith. And he went on, and I quote, Alden's like any young player. He's grown up. He's maturing. You see that with a lot of these guys. Some of them get themselves in a few more situations than you wish they didn't. But I'm really pleased with the way he's handling things, the way he's working both personally and professionally. And I think he's doing an outstanding job. He's always been a great teammate. He's always had an excellent work ethic. Those are things he's even stepped up on. He's in his contract year. He's poised to have a great year. We expect him to have a good year. I think he expects himself to have a very good year. We're going to work hard to make sure he remains here as a 49er. If you remember in March, Smith restructured his $9.7 million salary into a series of bonuses where he made uh, roughly $322,000 for each game. With that much money, Smith, be smart. Call cab, call Uber. Yeah, after the first one, you should know at that point I can't take a chance anymore. But we're not talking about the second one. We're talking about the third one. This is his third suspicion of drunk driving since entering the league in 2011 as a first round draft pick. And I'm not taking anything away from as far as his on field play. He's a beast. But third one in this short time you could be looking at possibly felony charges for the DUI. 
So not only are you looking at time off the NFL part, but you're looking at jail time now. And I don't know if California's got different rules than Arizona, but I know in Arizona, your third DUI in 84 months, it's a felony charge. So, Alden Smith, get it together. Take the alcohol to the side, or if you're going to go out, take the DD with you. Stop being a knucklehead. Now, on the flip side of my knucklehead news, you guys will probably remember Mr. Aaron Cromer, Buffalo Bills O-line coach, charged a while back with uh, assault on some children. It has been brought up that his charges are now going to be dismissed on part from the parents. Parents request the charges be dismissed. Prosecutor agreed. So Aaron Cromer no longer will have that assault charge, which from the legal standpoint, it's done, it's over with, he's not going to have that charge. But anybody and everybody that's followed the NFL knows what happened. So you might have the charges dropped, but you have that, that label on you going in through. I don't think you're ever going to be able to get rid of that. It's going to take some time. But at least you've got part of that with the charges being dismissed off your shoulders. But still, it's still there. You still assaulted some kids. Come on, Cromer. But anyways, finish off some NFL news. We'll wait for Kwame to call in, talk about how everything's going in out there in Canada, Ohio, Hall of Fame week. You got Pittsburgh and the Vikings playing. You got AP coming back off of the suspension. Seeing how rusty he is, it's AP. You expect him just to go out there and perform, really show no signs of rust, but human nature can have a little bit. So I'll be excited to see him go out there and play. I mean, just a lot of good group of guys coming in as far as the Hall of Fame goes for this class, the 2015 class. I mean, you got the Bucks, you got Tim Brown. A lot of good guys coming in. So it'll be interesting to see how the, just the environment is out there in Canada. I've been out there before the Hall of Fame a couple of times. If you haven't gone out there, make it a plan, make it a trip, get out there, see it. It's a lot of great NFL history. I mean, it, it really takes a good amount of four, five, six hours if you really want to kind of take your time going through. Um, just kind of see everything else and what's going on. So, but yes. That's going to wrap it up for some NFL news for right now until uh, we come back. Taking some college football is getting started. Camp has started pretty much for, I think, pretty much every college football team now. Starting their camp, getting ready. Most kick off here in just, uh, I think, about well, less than a month now. ASU, local news, Kalen Bellage, he's coming back his second year now, and they're talking about actually having him be one, if not the best, least in the Pac-12 as far as a two-way player. Playing that devil backer on defense and just stepped up really, I mean, huge last year for ASU, coming out there and really making a, making a name for himself on defense. But now he's looking at the offense side as well, too. Um, you know, I mean, just a great player overall, great attitude. You don't see any off-field antics with him. He goes out there, he works hard, and, I mean, second-year player. Now looking at playing both offense, defense. So far in camp, he's worked out on the offense. Today he's going on working out with the defense a little bit. And it's uh, it's just great to see 
ASU football in general coming out there. There's a lot of talk about them now. Um, I mean, obviously you had last year with a couple losses kind of put them out. They were in the talks for the playoff contention and a uh, loss at Oregon State. You had the loss of U of A. They kind of put them out. But third year under Tom Graham, he's had a couple of 10-win seasons. They're looking to just improve even this much more because if you look at that defense from last year, ASU pretty much played the majority of defense freshmen. Todd Graham came out and said, I had to keep it simple. That's why they blitzed so much. Uh, but you have that group of guys that are coming back now, had really the offseason to kind of gel together and learn the playbook a little bit more. And I think you're going to see that with ASU defense coming out and really kind of being able to do a lot more stunts, uh, you know, just really disrupt the opposing offense a lot more. But the other two-way starters in the Pac-12, you have USC's Jackson, um, even uh, Miles Jack. A lot of two-way starters in the Pac-12 this year. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see how they they all come together. I mean, the Pac-12, I think, is one of the top conferences this year coming into this 2015-2016 season. SEC is always going to be there. you know, it's going to be interesting to see what the Big Ten does. Ohio State, obviously, looking to repeat for their championship. But now with Michigan, you got a hardball going over there. It's going to look at Michigan and see how they're going to do. Wisconsin was tough last year. So I think the Big Ten is going to be a lot more productive than they have the last couple of years. As far as the other teams, Ohio State just dominating. Pac-12, SEC. It's going to be a fun, fun college football season to watch. And I'm excited. NFL is coming back. College football is back. August, the beginning of August is always fun because you got the camp starting. And it's just football is here. Now, talk a little Mayweather and Ronda Rousey. If you guys haven't seen this out here, of course, there's been a little quarrel with Floyd Floyd Mayweather and Ronda Rousey. Lately, Mayweather had an interview and was asked about some of the comments Rousey has made. He comes out and talks about he hasn't seen any MMA fighter or another boxer make the amount of money he has per minute, which is true. But then at the same time, you look at Rousey, that last fight, knocked out in less than 40 seconds for the win, Mayo, when has been the last time you've knocked an opponent out? When is the last time you've actually thrown more than five punches in a round? And I might be exaggerating a little bit about that. But Rousey goes in and gets the job done. She is fun to watch. She goes in there and just takes it to him. You have Mayweather on the other side, dancing around the ring. People say, well, that's his defense. That's his style of play. But I'll tell you what, I would pay more money to watch a Ronda Rousey fight fast a minute than I would watch Mayweather dance around the ring for 8, 9, 10, 12 rounds, however long it takes. So you have a point, Mayweather. You made more money there. But I'll tell you what, she's a lot more exciting to watch right now. And I bet you she's got a lot more fans wanting to watch her or watch you dance around the ring. 
So be careful what you say. And it's true. I don't think MMA will ever get to the the hype and the the money purse that boxing provides. I think Mayweather is one of the top boxers right now, but a lot of that is the defense he has and running around. But watch what you say. Because Floyd, she is exciting. She is up and coming. A lot of people would rather watch her right now than watch you jump around the ring and try to avoid actually boxing. It's called boxing for a reason. You throw punches. It's not called dancing and putting on gloves. So start fighting, Mayweather. Start bringing excitement back to the ring. And then you have a little bit more clout. Rousey, you keep doing what you're doing because you're bringing some excitement to the MMA right now. So, there's been about 15 minutes left of the show so far. I'm sorry, 15 into the show. It goes by fast. You know how we always do it. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk some more sports, see what's going on in the golf world, maybe some baseball. We usually don't talk too much baseball, but it's starting to come, come down to the end of the season now, so teams are starting to fight for that spot. So, Talk a little bit of baseball. What else is uh, new and going around? So, you are listening to Kwame Lasser Sports Talk Fireball Friday, Daggy B. And we're out. We will be back in a few. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Great folks, Friday. Tommy Lasher Sports Talk. We're live right now. Call in. 888-346-9144. If you have any questions, you want to talk to them sports, we're here. Still got about 45 minutes left. Going to switch some gears right now. We're going to come into some golf news. We were talking yesterday, me and Damery, about McElroy, his little injury, if he's going to be able to come back, if he's kind of coming too quick. Uh, and with that being said, he posted some videos and photos on his Instagram to basically demonstrating his recovery, letting people know where he's at. Um, and I'll tell you what, I mean, he's doing what he needs to do, working hard every day to come back stronger. Um, and I, I just, I'm hoping he comes back strong. I know we were talking about coming back a little early. Um, he's pulled out three tournaments already, including the Open, this week's Bridgestone Invitational, which he was the defending champion for both. So I know it's going to be hard for the Gilroy right now, but he hasn't said yet if we'll play next week's championship. He is the number one ranked golfer still right now in the world. So if you have a chance, 
Uh, if you have his Instagram, uh, actually on ESPN as well, if you go into their little golf section, shows a video of his stuff he has. Um, but if you just type in Rory McElroy on Instagram, you'll see the photos he has. Shows the sole, uh, the ankle around the injury time and the black and blue and everything else and just, uh, and him out on the course and the driver. So hopefully we see him back very soon. Um, like I mentioned yesterday with the injury, it's an ankle injury, I think a high sprain, uh, from playing soccer. But the difference between that type of sprain in golf and in football or in baseball, I think is a, a whole lot different because Although the movement's all there in golf, I think you're able to put a little bit more onto it and still be able to swing and not have to worry about it really affecting your game. As far as baseball, it's a lot more pressure on it, a lot more, and it can affect the game a lot more. So for him coming back early, obviously the answer is going to come when we get out there and actually see how he performs after playing around. But I think he's able to come back a little bit sooner than normal. Um, but yeah, it's the golf world is definitely missing him right now. Um, but it's not like you don't have players right now. I mean, you've got Jordan Spieth, you've got just all kinds of guys coming up right now. You're still fun to watch. And this this weekend, it's just going to be. I mean, the Bridgestone Invitational is always fun. Obviously, the defending champ Miguel is not going to be in there, but it's it's kind of open now. You know, it'll be interesting to see who comes up. Um, and as of round two right now, Nadal is leading the way. He's actually tied for even with Jim Furyk. Uh, Ricky Fowler, Mr. Orange, he's at three under, so he's right there in the lead. Just a rose. He's up there three under so far. Uh, so a lot of guys that we're used to seeing come up, Jack Johnson, uh, Jason Day, Jordan Spieth, He's actually one under right now. So it'll be interesting to see what they finish off of today. Uh, Bubba Watson, he's an even. A lot of good players coming up right now. And, of course, in the top ten, we're not talking about Tiger. And Tiger's just kind of hit and miss lately. So hopefully he gets his stuff going. Um, but then you look at, like, Phil Mickelson, he's five over right now. It's through the second round. So... Dolphins in every day can make or break you, but we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll just keep it going on the Bridgestone Invitational throughout the day and next week and let you know who came back on that. Switching gears to MLB is getting close to playoff time for Major League Baseball. And it's really, if you kind of look at the standings right now, there's some teams that are fighting pretty hard, and it's a good matchup that's coming in for the wild card. Um, you know, taking the National League right now with the Diamondbacks being local, they're seven games out. Other than that, you've got Pittsburgh, Chicago, the Giants, Nationals, all vying for some spots right now. So we've got Chicago that's pretty much right even right now. San Francisco's a game behind. Nationals are three games out, the back seven, Padres eight, and the Reds ten and a half. So a lot of baseball left to play. I mean, Anything can happen in that. And even in the American League, a tight, tight race over National League by far. You have the Angels, a game and a half ahead. Then the Blue Jays are leading even. But then, listen to this. You have the Baltimore Orioles, a game and a half out. 
Texas Rangers, two and a half games out. Minnesota Twins, three games out. Tampa Bay, three and a half. Detroit, four. Chicago, five. Damon Seattle and Cleveland, seven and a half games out. I mean, that is a tight, tight race right there for the wild card. With as many games as left, that I guarantee you that that list right there of the 10 teams. I mean, 10 teams playing for wild card spots. Usually you have maybe three or four, but you've got 10 right now in the American League. National League, it's pretty much, it's a little bit different. you got, you know, four right now within three, and then everybody else is seven and above. They still have a chance, but so kind of about four teams compared to the American League with 10 teams. And even then, you still got Seattle, Cleveland, seven and a half, so you can add the two more onto that. I mean, look, Oakland's the farthest out at 10 games. So in reality, highly unlikely, but could Oakland make it? Of course. 10 games out with the time they have. For 10 teams within about five games, that is going to be a fun last couple months to watch coming into the playoffs and seeing who can really come back. Now, the standings as of right now, if the playoffs were to start, you've got Yankees, of course, 61-46, they're leading the East. The Central is Kansas City Royals. Then you've got the Houston Astros leading the West. And then the National League, New York Mets up top for the East Central, of course, St. Louis Cardinals. And then the West is the Dodgers. And the West, yeah, you got the Dodgers, Giants, and D-backs, and Padres. I mean, that's the Giants have probably the most likely push to come and try to beat the Dodgers out if they don't get the wild card to get the division. And the D-backs, as far as the Diamondbacks go, they've had some good hits. I, they just, they're too streaky. I mean, the last 10 games, you know, they're 6-4. Then the next 10 games, they can be 2-8. and eight. And then nine and one, it's just, they're too inconsistent. I think they need some better pitching coming in. You know, I'd like to see the D-backs do a little bit better, but it's just, it's too streaky right now. I mean, they got rid of Bronson Royal, which, granted, he's been injured. They didn't really give him a chance to show what he, he could do after that injury. We knew what he could bring beforehand. But baseball is coming up to a close pretty soon. And it's going to be interesting to see the playoffs because no one really stands out right now to me as far as the team that's going to go undisputed. I mean, you've got the Giants, who last year just killed it, squeaking in at the wild card right now. You know, if I had to choose for the National League right now to take it, I'd say the Cardinals. I mean, they're just playing, I mean, phenomenal baseball. Uh, they've got, as far as the National League, the best record at 69-39. and 39. And they've got the best record if they're in the American League right now. I mean, so you can't dispute them. I mean, they are probably going to be the team to beat for the National League. And even coming into the American League, you know, I mean, I think Kansas City, look what they did last year, pushed for the playoffs. I think they're looking a lot stronger this year than they were. And, I mean, they even have the best record for the American League right now. So my two choices coming into the playoffs, coming in soon to make it to the World Series, I'd go with Kansas City and St. Louis. And between those two, I think St. Louis 
Uh, I think St. Louis would end up losing probably in six or seven to the Royals. I just think they have too much going on for them right now, and they're looking good. So baseball will be exciting soon. Playoffs will start. And I know a lot of people, when it comes to baseball playoffs, think it's it's boring. I mean, baseball in general, they're trying to pop the game a little bit. But the playoffs get a lot more exciting than the regular season, and that's only any sport. But with baseball... A lot of emotions are riding on it. It's it's just a fun time to watch it. It's I mean, who knows? I mean, look at I just I I keep thinking back about Kansas City last year and being kind of that Cinderella team, and now this year leading the American League and wins. I mean, who would have thought? It's great to see Kansas City finally doing something, and they're local here for their spring training here at Surprise, Arizona. So it's good. Good to see everything uh, going on with them. Can Lee Corso, we're going to switch gears a little bit, but got to send a shout out to my man Lee Corso. His birthday today, I don't think anybody knows his true age. He's up there in age, we know that. But still doing his thing, still making college football fun, having his little head had guys that he puts on with the mascots for his guys and who he thinks is going to win. I mean, if you watch college football, you watch Saturday mornings, wherever ESPN goes for their game day, course is there, making it interesting. It's a fun time. So happy birthday, Lee. Hope you have a good one. Enjoy. Get ready for the football season because it's going to be, it's going to be a great football season. We'll switch some gears now. We're going to come to NBA news. Got a couple minutes, I think, left till break. Um, you know, looking at some of the games coming up for this NBA season, one of the big headlines right now is the Cavaliers looking to visit the Warriors on Christmas Day. Could be a good game right there. Obviously, two of the top teams. And what better day to play than on Christmas Day. Uh, they are tentatively scheduled right now. Uh, it would be Cleveland going out to Golden State on Christmas Day. Uh, they do actually end the NBA plans to feature an NBA Finals rematch as a headliner for the Christmas Day slate. But they also stress it's nothing likely to be official till next week. Um, that's obviously when the new schedule is released in full. will be next week. So we'll keep it Keep it here and uh, stay tuned for that. We'll give you a heads up if that's for sure going to happen or not. But I like it. I hope it happens. I love watching the NBA on Christmas. Gives us something you know to do. And I mean that LeBron James, Stephen Curry going at it. Another you know Christmas Day showdown. It'll be a great day. Uh, some of the other ones that they'll look at for Christmas is the Heat hosting the Pelicans. So you'll have Anthony Davis going out there to Miami for Christmas. Check it on that. Um, I mean, just a lot of, a lot of great matchups will, will be released next week. So NBA still kind of in talks with some other news. And we'll get to some of that when we come back from break. Um, I do want to speak on a few things. Uh, the world peace, obviously, still in the NBA news, but we will go to break. I'll talk about that when we come back for the last segment. Listen to 
Kwame Lasser Sports Talk. Dougie B, we'll be back. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports sports continues to grow and evolve to ever increasing prominence in today's society on all around sports host john inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world including players owners and fellow sports journalists discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today john will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events tune in to all around sports with john inglesby fridays at 1 p.m eastern time 10 a.m pacific on the voice america sports channel Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you, because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hi, this is Jake the Snake Plumber. You're listening to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk with Demery Lachey and Doug Bremer. They're legit. Welcome back, Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk. We are in the last segment of today. If you want to call in, number has a change, 888-346-9144. In the last segment, some NBA news has kind of gotten throughout, I think, all the other sports. But coming into the NBA, one of the articles right now making headlines is Metal World Peace and Why He Needed a Sports Psychologist. Now, there's a good little article to read on ESPN.com if you haven't checked it out, if you're interested. Um, but it just touched bases on some of the mental health. Um, you know, you've got Metal World Peace. Um, you know, he, he first visited a psychologist when he um, was Georgetown Prep. Um, and actually, I'm sorry. not our, We're talking about, obviously... Well, our test, who goes by Metal World Peace. And you have the Lakers center, Roy Hilbert. Uh, Hilbert was actually the one who went up and had 
visit a psychologist when he boarded Georgetown Prep, and he's actually seen psychologists since. And he's quoted that I think it was a great way, you know, that he actually did it. But with Metal World Peace, I mean, not everybody knows what's going on with him. Um, you know, and if you're Lori, why would you come out and talk about sports psychologists after the game seven of the ten, you know, 2010 finals back then? World Meta Peace came out and said, I think it's cool because when you look at the state of basketball, like how I grew up, basketball is something that helped me release some stress. I had a lot of fun, but I brought a lot of my baggage onto the court with me to the place I loved, which was the basketball court. So, I mean, if you look at Artessa, he was in the NBA and probably in the NBA, you know, you would see sometimes that you kind of look at him and his actions wasn't just. Um, I mean, you have everybody that has different issues, good and bad, and, you know, a lot of players in the NBA or even the NFL, for that matter, MLB, they'll carry those issues onto the court, onto the field, you know, onto the baseball diamond. Um, and one way or another, it affects you. Um, you know, for Ron Artest, I think it affected him to where he would be overly aggressive. Um, and, you know, I think it affected the other people on the court as well. So in that aspect, would it have been good for, you know, Artest or Meta World Peace to see a psychologist? I mean, obviously, I think it would be. It helped out Roy. Roy stated it helped him out. And getting some of that out would help your game, I think, in general, because you're able to concentrate on it a little bit more. You're able to focus on it. Um, you know, our test came out and said, you know, I need a psychologist to help me perfect what I love, and I can't be perfect when I'm on the bench or when I'm getting suspended because the way he was playing, which playing upset, playing angry, aggressive. And so, yeah, I think we would have seen our test a lot more on the court. I think we would have seen a lot better game out of our test if he would have gone to the sports psychologist. And I think that's in general with a lot of players these days, especially these kids coming into the, you know, the world of sports, the professional sports coming out of college. I think it would be beneficial to the teams to have some type of team psychologist, if they don't already, on staff to kind of sit down and talk with these rookies coming in and kind of curb some of the, you know, just some of the stuff that they're doing out there, whether it's the DUIs, whether it's the domestic violence, you know, I haven't really seen, I mean, we could see, you know, NFL in general, probably the hot topic as far as arrests coming on the players. And you haven't really seen Goodell go out there and talk about what he's trying to do outside of just the suspensions. Why not try to hire either a league or a team psychologist to sit down with these rookies coming in to get a grip, and even for college football, Granted, you don't have the money in the college football sports as you would in the NFL, but I just there's so much knuckleheadism going on right now. And yes, I said knuckleheadism. That's my word I made up. But these kids going out there and doing stupid things where if they have somebody, and it doesn't even have to be a trained psychologist, even as far as a college, somebody in there that's a junior or senior that can mentor some of these kids coming in and help try to curb some of the behaviors that they're going towards and then in the NFL, I mean, I think sport, sports psychologists in general is a, a great concept. Every team needs to have one. And it might kind of help the vision and just the outlook that you have 
with the NFL, with the professional sports, even college sports, because now you're not going to have the kids and you're not going to have these players getting in trouble as much as you have. I mean, it's just, it's, it's something that I think needs to be done now. It needs to be addressed. If it hasn't been addressed already, um, you don't really hear a lot about it. So if it has been addressed, nothing's really in the news about it. And if I'm Roger Goodell, I'd be putting that in the news. I'd be letting everybody know, Hey, we've been having a lot of trouble with players. I've really sat down. I've thought about this. This is what we're going to be doing. I haven't really seen that out of them. So I have to assume that Goodell, you haven't thought about that. There's nothing in place to it. And if it is, let let it be known. Let the fans out there that are starting to have a negative image, let it be known to them that that you're doing something. You're trying to help out the image of the NFL or, you know, for NBA, for MLB, I mean, college football, you're doing something. Um, You know, getting back our test with it. I mean, he told the psychologist, I understand the guys I'm playing with that I want to win a championship right now. That's selfish thoughts. Um, you know, and he wants to do whatever it takes. So good for him. Um, and like I said, I'm a, I'm a big opponent on sports psychologists because like I said, there's a lot of stuff that goes on after the fact. And I think it'll help curve some of the behavior that we're seeing out there. So other than it, uh, NBA news. The Utah Jazz confirmed the diagnosis of Dante Exum. Uh, he left the expedition game uh, for some kind con- of a little injury to the left knee. Um, and it's come out. Torn ACL. Um, and he is pretty much likely now out for the 15-16 season before he even could begin. Uh, it's a setback for Exum. He just turned 20 last month. But for Utah, it's a big impact for them. I mean, pretty much their chances of returning to the playoffs is even less clear now. Um, I mean, he was going to come in. He was going to have a, a big impact for the Jazz. I think they were excited to have him. Um, now, granted, they might be able to still build a little bit on that momentum that they found last the second half of last season, but definitely a setback for Utah with Exum and just, I mean, a tough injury regardless, but for a 20-year-old coming into the league, I mean, that's huge. Um, and that gets, I mean, sports psychologist, I mean, that would be a prime example right now because he's probably feeling not a lot of emotions right now. Coming in, looking at, he knew he was going to be able to help that team out. Now what they're going to face without him, being 20 years old, he's still a kid. It's a lot of emotions going through. So perfect example to bring back to what we just talked about, sports psychologist. That would be a perfect opportunity for Exxon to sit down with him and just vent out, let it be known. So that way, you know, with that type of emotion, torn ACL, he's not going to be around as much. He's not going to be practicing. Knuckleheadism can enter his blood. So, but for the Utah Jazz, we'll see what they do after. Um, I mean, obviously, that's a big blow, you know, for them. And the question now is, can the Jazz make the playoffs without him? Now, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but Drake... If you know the rapper Drake, he's been around for a few years now. He helped, well, let's, a little background story. Drake has kind of been, if you want to say, the global ambassador for the Toronto Raptors. Um, he's been doing some stuff lately with um, kind of helping them out some stuff. Well, the Raptors have a new uniform coming out. Well, what better way to have Drake present it? 
Now, you would think maybe, yeah, Drake at a press conference, something like that. So he took the wraps off the new uniforms Monday night at the OVO Fest concert in Toronto. Came out wearing one of the teams. It looks like uh, the black with the gold. Uh, Raptors came out saying that the uniforms pretty much didn't change too much. They just got a couple alternate uniforms coming in. But it just, I look at this and I think of lately what uniform presentations have come across because a lot of college football teams, you got Oregon that every, seems like every year has a new uniform now. Uh, but a lot of teams, you got Nike switched um, and left their contract with ASU. Adidas came in, picked up. I know around here in the Valley for ASU fans, it was kind of the big deal of what the, you know what the jersey is going to be like because you had a lot of Adidas jerseys kind of radical with their you know designs. Um, and they came out and Adidas pretty much kept the jersey. Uh, I'd say about ninety five percent the same what it was beforehand. So a lot of fans worry about that, but jersey presentation coming out with new jerseys. It's just a big thing now. You know, they have a big press conference. It's the hush-hush and everything else. But then now you have Drake at a concert, and that's how the uniform was revealed. So it's just funny to me seeing that, you know, the difference in production and, you know, what they're doing and how they're doing it with the jerseys and rappers coming out and using Drake to do it. And, uh, I mean, it's working for him. Uh, he wore the number six for the the new Raptors guard, Corey Joseph, who's also from the server of Toronto. So, good deal from there. And while we talk, still in the NBA, but talking about Nike and Adidas and uniforms and everything else, uh, James Harden, who started for the Rockets, has been with Nike for quite a while. But Adidas came and made a huge, huge offer to Harden. They went ahead and bid $200 million over the next 13 years to sign Harden to Adidas. Um, now, right now, Nike's deal with Harden has expired. Um, and he basically, Harden has until next week uh, to let Nike match a deal. Or he's he pretty much said, you've got a week either to match a deal or lose him. Um, I mean, that's a huge $200 million offer. It's huge. Consumer represents about half of what the brand paid for the two, uh, for 11 seasons as the NBA's official uniform supplier back in the day. So, um, I mean, it's just Nike's coming out um, and taking over the NBA in the 16-17 season. So Adidas is com- coming up big time. Um, I mean, they are pushing um, college football. A lot, of, a lot of teams are going to Adidas now. And so with this, I mean, it's just Adidas is coming up, and I think Nike now has a a competitor they've got to watch for. I mean, Adidas has been around for a while, but they are, I think, officially have now put themselves in the big boy status as far as sponsorships and everything else. And so it'll be interesting to see what they do and what Nike does and how they react. Um, And we'll keep it posted to see if if, uh, Nike ends up matching that deal or not. So... It is time for one last break. I know I said we got one thing left, but I'm used to our two 20-minute breaks, so it's a bonus. we got 15 minutes coming up, last segment. Figure out what we're going to talk about. It's always a surprise, but you are listening to Kwame Lasser, Sports Talk, WB right now, and we will be back in a few. 
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel surfing is taking the world by storm it's not just the sport itself but the culture that surrounds it from music to fashion art and competition surf talk show is the place that will showcase it all your hosts are jj and the doctor two surfing enthusiasts who have lived and traveled the lifestyle and culture they'll bring you the knowledge and entertainment that'll keep you riding the wave Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on the West Coast, 2 p.m. East Coast on Voice America Sports. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. This is Frank Sanders from a player with the Arizona Cardinals. You're listening to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show with Demery Lachey and Doug Brimmer, the number one sports talk show in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, yeah. That song always gets me pumped. Fireball Friday. A little bit different of a Fireball Friday. No one's in the studio, but we are still live. WB, last segment coming up. I decided we'll talk a little bit of NFL and Cardinals and Cardinals camp coming up. Some news coming out from the Cardinals. Uh, we'll break it off real quick just to touch base. So the red and white scrimmage is going to be held tomorrow, 2 to 4.30. Uh, you know, I 
training camp is always fun, especially now being down here. I mean, up north kind of gave it a little bit of a different look, but the last couple of years now we've been down here. If you haven't done it, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on with the kids. I know a lot of kids are back in school, but if you can, yeah, pull them out of class for a little bit. Speaking of school, they're not going to, you know, miss a whole lot. But a lot of stuff going on. Uh, you know, you've got the free parking going on. Practices are open. Um, if you want any details, just go on the Arizona Cardinals website, easycardinals.com, to the news events, training camp info. It gives you kind of anything and everything. Um, you know, you got the autographs going on. Uh, the children's autograph experience, a number uh, limited number of children between 2 and 12. You have the opportunity to participate in a free post-practice player. Uh, just a lot of, lot of different stuff going on, a lot of ways to interact that you don't get during the regular season in an NFL-type game. Uh, concession stands um, are usually open as well, so you can get to some of that stuff. But uh, Saturday, August 8th, Cardinals host a red and white practice uh, from 2 to 4.30. Usually... It's a kind of a it's a dumbed down type of scrimmage. Um, we're obviously not going out there. They're not going to go get hurt, but this has a kind of a feel of football's you know finally here. Um, but like I said, that's two to four thirty, and then uh, next Saturday, kicking it off already. Cardinals and Chiefs Saturday, August fifteenth, and then they play the Chargers and the Raiders. So it is here. NFL is officially here. But talking about preseason. One of the injuries that happened so far is Michael Floyd and his hand. Uh, he's going to require surgery. And right now, the reports are uh, it's as many up to six weeks for the hand. He's going to have surgery on it. Uh, so the start or the availability for the start of the season with Floyd is questionable. They open up against the, the uh, Saints on the 13th of September, so just a little over a month left. Will he miss that game? No one really knows yet. But the good thing about it is you've got the Brown brothers. You know, John Brown's now going to be elevated to the number one spot. Um, I don't think they're weak in, in the depth chart. Obviously, Floyd's an impact player. It takes a lot off of Fitzgerald. But now you're looking at back at Fitzgerald. Is he going to have to step up his game a little bit more? Um, you know, and I mean, obviously, that's a yes answer. But now... Look at John Brown. I mean, he had a great catch in practice. I mean, it's just the Cardinals receivers are they're stacked in better terms. So will we miss Michael Floyd? Most of I mean, without a doubt. But it's a positive to look at it is it's in preseason. He's gonna miss preseason games. It's not like him and Palmer haven't connected in the past. They have that timing down. So there's not a whole lot that he's gonna miss in that. He'll still be able to stay active. It's not like a knee injury, so he'll be able to stay in shape still. It's just a hand part about that. He's got to go through the surgery, which he had late Wednesday night. So, I mean, if you look at the Cardinals last year, Bruce Arians' motto the whole time, even up into the playoffs, was the next man up. So the next man up is John Brown. But, I mean, you still have the backers of uh, Britton Golden, J.J. Nelson, uh, Jalon Brown. I mean, Jerome Brown had just a spectacular one-handed catch Tuesday. So it's not like they don't have the depth there. They don't have, obviously, the, the talent as Michael Floyd, but I think John Brown is right there, you know, below him. It's majority. It's going to be preseason game, maybe the Saints, which that should be 
an overall game that the Cardinals should win regardless if Foley's there or not. So, um, other than that, not a whole lot of other injury news coming out of the Cardinals yet. But on the flip side, you've got, if you remember, the Cardinals cutting their center Lyle Sundline. They have now said as long as he passes the physical, they're looking to go ahead and re-sign him, uh, get some depth back there at the center spot. Uh, it was kind of sad to see him go because he's been around for a while, you know, just an overall good guy. So he should be coming back here pretty soon, which is good to see. Um, you know, and other than that, it's uh, not a whole lot of injuries coming. I mean, it's good to see. You never want to go through camp, um, you know, with a lot of injuries, but um, it's just the biggest one so far has been Michael Floyd. So, um, you know, other camp news, Tyran Matho, uh, if you haven't seen the video, it's kind of funny. There's a scare. Uh, I think uh, the players were more scared than Palmer was, but Tyran Matho, the honey badger, came in on a blitz. Um, in other words, lit up Williams. Williams ended up falling into Palmer, kind of went down. Obviously, with a knee injury, everybody was kind of scared. There was a little quarrel and stuff like that. You know, Honey Badger is kind of looking like, hey, I mean, wasn't trying to do it intentionally. Just kind of, you know, hit my guy. He fell into him. So, anytime you have your starting quarterback uh, coming back off a knee injury, it's very, very timid to see him go down, especially knowing what you could have done. If, you know, Palmer, there's a lot of speculation last year. Cardinals could have gone deep into the playoffs, if not the Super Bowl, if Palmer was healthy. Um, you know, so it's it, it was a fun little video to watch. So hit the Cardinals website. Um, you know, check out that video. Definitely nothing the Honey Badger meant to do. Um, and talking about tomorrow, I know you've got the Cardinals running white. Talking about that, but if you have nothing going on tomorrow night, I believe six o'clock is the kickoff. The Arizona Rattlers' last home game of the season before the playoffs start. Uh, they're already slated. Playoffs are already set. They're in there no matter what, win or lose. But I'll tell you what, the Rattlers are a great organization. It's a fun team to watch. They have a good group of guys coming in. And they're looking for their fourth championship. Again, we talked a little bit about dynasties yesterday on the show. I mean, this is one of those teams that you're kind of looking at possibly being that dynasty top team. I mean, you got three arenable championships so far in three years, coming out for the fourth. I mean, they're pretty much slated to it. So, it's going to be a fun time to watch. You interact with the players afterwards with the kids and the autographs, so it's a fun family environment. If you're going, hit me up on Twitter, you know, dbram81, I'll be up at the game. Um, and other than that, I mean, it's just a good weekend. Football is back. I'm happy. It's exciting. Killing us in studio on Monday is going to be one of the Rowlers players if everything works out right, Jeremy Kellum. So it's going to be a good show Monday, as always. I believe most of us, I think, we should all be in studio with them. So it's going to be a fun show. So other than that, it is about time to go. So you guys have a great weekend. Watch some football. Get out to some camps out there. NFL started. Watch the Rattlers. And other than that, be safe. Don't do no knucklehead stuff that you're going to get on the radio with me. Other than that, Dougie B, and we are out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. 
on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs> 